1: And deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
2: You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, hello there. Yes, it is a weekend full of mixed martial arts action. We got Bellator going down in a matter of moments, less than an hour. Invicta coming up tonight, their return. But tomorrow, the UFC is back at the Apex with a fantastic weight main event between Rob Font and Cody Garbrandt. Some some very important fights coming up tomorrow at the Apex. Let's welcome you to the UFC Vegas 27 live preview show here on MMAfighting.com. I am Mike Heck. Being joined by the Prince of Positivity after uh, his hard fought appearance on Between the Links. A lot of people thought AK won. Yeah, let's be honest. A lot of people thought that he got the hose job yet again. But he is here to preview this event tomorrow. AK, how are you, my friend?
4: Oh, hello, everyone. Sorry, guys, I've had some crazy audio problems. So I actually didn't hear anything that Mike just said there, but uh, I assume it was all complimentary towards me and uh, towards this, uh, towards Saturday's show and towards everyone else in MMA fighting and all of you listeners. So uh, I'm just going to go thumbs up while I work on these audio problems.
2: This is This is great. Jose couldn't make it. He's having problems. AK can't hear what anybody's saying. I don't know how we're gonna preview a card when AK can't hear what anybody's saying. But uh, we will we will soldier on as usual on the ones and twos. Casey Lydon joins us, the baddest stash in MMA media. How are you, my friend?
3: Okay, who who are these people that said AK one? So we have AK could have said that. That's one person. AK's mom. That's two mm-hmm. people. So okay, we got two correct. Two, two people thought AK one. Is that correct?
4: Correct. Yep. Okay
3: okay technically
4: yeah uh, people- uh, you can also i mean look i'm not i'm saying the comments or everything and maybe i was only noticing the ones in support of me look i looked at the comments i'm just saying uh i saw a lot of ak's i saw a lot of uh, letter a's i saw a lot of letter k's that's all that's it but you know it, it's it's not it's that's not important your your verdict is is what matters there was a lot of a's and a lot of k's <laughs> Okay. It's okay. Okay, you are very
3: popular in the comments. I just gotta say, I mean, Oh my
4: god, chinmaya Panda, thank you so much. Thank you, Antoine Willis. <laughs> Casey, we can't thank you, everyone. It's not my birthday, it's never my birthday, but thank you, wherever you are. Stop it. I know I, it, Ricky, Ricky, it just sneaks up on you. It's amazing, it just sneaks up on you. <laughs>
2: Even if my audio is 430 years old,
4: (laughs) even when my audio goes out, at least I could read those messages. So, there we go.
2: Yes, very, very kind folk wishing AK a happy birthday. But, uh, it's a big night for the bantamweight Division tomorrow. It's a, a big couple of months for the bantamweight Division, but it kicks off with Rob Font versus Cody Garbrandt, the main event. And I talked about this on Between the Links yesterday. I feel like this fight is flying way under the radar despite being a main event for a UFC card. I mean, this one should have been promoted a lot more. You got Rob Font looking to get closer to a title fight. You got Cody Garbrandt looking to stay on the track of victory after getting off the schneid against Rafael Asuncio. This is a very big fight at 135 pounds. We don't know what's happening with Aljamain Sterling. We don't know when that rematch is going to happen with Piotr Jan. There are reports out there that T.J. Dillashaw versus Corey Sanhagen is rebooked for July 24th. I can tell you from what I have heard, that is not 100% done just yet. Penn has not gone to paper on both ends of that fight, but we can assume that that's the target at this point. So, AK, your thoughts on this main event, the promotion of it, and just your overall thoughts of it altogether just from a stylistic perspective. Yeah,
4: look, I don't know if it's if it's us. Uh, maybe we haven't been on top of the coverage or not, but it does feel like what should be one of the big dominoes to fall uh, in this division. And again, we keep talking about how hot this division is, and and, and you know how it just we'd like to see it keep moving, which is a little difficult, you know, with uh, Alzamain Sterling, of course, taking just a bit of time off to recover from uh, from an injury, uh, and uh, Piotr Young waiting for his what we assume will be uh, an immediate rematch. We don't know yet, uh, but yeah, and then what? And then any number of guys could line up. In that number one contender spot. It was again, we assumed it was to be Sanhagen, uh and Dillashaw, but like you said, that's that we know that got postponed and hopefully is about to re- be rebooked soon officially, but we'll see. Uh, we're still waiting here back on that. Then, as uh, yes, Font and Carbrant on Saturday, uh should anyone else be unavailable, I don't think anyone would complain if, uh, if Font or Carbrant gets knocked out first round, second round, gets on that mic, calls the battle shot, goes through all the motions. You could see one of these guys be the next challenge. Again, it should, be, it should be the sagan uh, Dillashaw winner, and it should be, I think, Yoder-Yan, of course, getting a rematch first. But that line is not, it's not set in stone. That line can absolutely be jumped. Font and Garvin have the opportunity. Uh, I, maybe the EOC doesn't see it the same way, you know they've had kind of some weird plans for garbrandt they, they love him obviously they're huge fans of him always putting him in main events, uh big fights uh and but again there's also like he was supposed to fight for the flyweight title with figueredo and that just didn't happen because he got injured so uh, i don't know i don't know if they see him um if they're necessarily saying like well cody's guaranteed with a big finish uh to be next line or if they still think he could be go down to 125 so it's, it's kind of murky with him but i hope i hope all that stuff I mentioned doesn't get lost uh, in all in all that. This doesn't get lost. That Rob Font is finally getting himself this big top five opponent. I mean, he's in the top five himself now, so he deserves it. And he's finding himself with this. I mean, this big name opponent, Cody Garbrandt, former champion. And yeah, if he gets a win, I, I said knockout, but it could be again dominant, exciting three round decision. He's he's in line. I don't I don't know. I think he has the longest way to jump from all the other guys I mentioned. But there's a chance. There's a chance. And so there's big big stakes in Saturday's main event.
2: Oh, look who's who, look who's joining oh, us! Oh there we a go. A surprising turn of events. Hi, Jose. <laughs> my road technical, <laughs> he's, he's difficulties
5: technical difficulties have my road technical difficulties have made it to my
2: home. Woo-hoo. So nothing new on this end. Unbelievable, man. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, we were talking <laughs> about Rob Font versus Cody Garbrandt, this main event, which is being completely undervalued, in my opinion. I think it's a tremendous fight. They're it's very important fight at 135 pounds. So I'm curious what you think the stakes are in this fight. Are are we talking potential title shot for the winner of this fight? Or are we just seeing two guys, one with a probably a bigger name than the other one surging up the ladder, looking to get a second big win? And they're just kind of fighting to keep the place they have in this division right now.
5: Well, activity is the mo- is the name of the game in terms of the UFC. I mean, I know the division is kind of held up right now, but we've saying that for a long time. With well, like, look at the top five at welterweight; none of them have fought each other, and that was the big knock on that division. It felt like the champion was the only one fighting these guys, and everyone else was kind of uh, trying to p- trying to climb the ladder without fighting. Uh, so this matchup is honestly. It's kind of refreshing. Uh Cody Garbrandt's been tied to a lot of super fights. Obviously he was supposed to fight Davison and but then he he, he he that didn't work out at Flyaway and then he went up to 135 and he fought uh Rafael dos if I remember correctly, and got that one of, one of the most violent knockouts of last year and then him fighting Rob Font, it's a refreshing change of pace in this world where a lot of these matchups are made with uh you know the trash talking or which one will get the most money so uh with the division kind of at a stagnant with the title kind of obviously being held up with Aljamain recovering the fact that two contenders are being active I think is a fantastic thing uh featherweight right now you could say the same thing as long as that the, the title is held up and the featherweights keep fighting uh they can make a name of themselves so activity is the name of the game and uh this is I wouldn't complain if someone got a title fight, but obviously with you still have to have uh, Dillashaw and Sandhagen throw down and then Jan has to get the fight. So this is just to keep their name right in that top three mix. And it, I, I love everything about this fight.
2: Casey, has this become like a middle, uh, like a mini tournament at 135? Because uh, like we said earlier, we don't know when the hell Sterling's coming back. We don't know when that rematch with Jan's happening. And when these fights were starting to get put together, we assumed that the winner of Sanhagen versus Dillashaw, that would be the next guy in line. But again, we have no idea when this title fight's going to happen. So has this become less of a number one contender fight for for either way? Or is this more of like a mini tournament, whoever comes out of it, two winners fight, Whoever comes out of that will fight the winner when the bantamweight title fight actually goes down. Whenever that is, I don't think it's a mini tournament.
3: Um, it should, it, sh- it kind of should be, but I really don't think it is. I think, uh, unfortunately for Mister Font, um, of all the, the four contestants, uh, San Sanhagen, Garbrandt, and Font, I think unless unless Font like totally destroys Garbrandt, you know, in one round and even then i don't think he'll get a title shot off it honestly um, cuz i think what we'll, what we'll, we'll the card be oh well garbrandt you know he's coming off covid you know all that kind of stuff but uh no i just i don't think it's a tournament i think uh i think really this is a, this is a setup fight for the ufc for uh garbrandt to basically um, be a kind of a third uh, a second well, a, a second option uh, to the Dillashaw shaw winner um I just think that's how the UFC is going to work it. But the fight itself rules. I mean, I know you mentioned earlier kind of where's the hype behind this. And I feel personally uh, there's – I feel we kind of got, as fans, we kind of got a little heartbroken that we lost Dillashaw Sanhagen. Was that two weeks ago, one week ago, or something like that? And we have another big 135 fight coming, and I just feel like – until, like, 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 like Jose always says, until they walk into the cage and actually they say fight, I don't think we can really get excited for it yet because we've just, we've just been so um, bummed out by all these main events falling out the last second. So for me, like, I, I'm just like, I know they weighed in. I, I, want, I want them to rehydrate. And maybe, maybe, maybe about three or four hours before the fight, then I'll start getting excited for it.
2: <laughs> it's funny you say that because I had people like DMing me like i posted something on twitter and then people dming me like responses to it and a lot of people actually feel the opposite case they feel like they're using Garbrand as like the stepping stone for font to like get him over right now because he's an exciting fighter but he's kind of the he's one of the silence behind the violence kind of guys like he doesn't do a lot of talking he's not the most charismatic individual on earth he's a great fighter he's part of a great team and they bring a lot of respect to the table but he's not like you know, he's, he's not the guy they're going to get a whole bunch of sound bites from. He just goes in there and takes care of business and fights. So I really love this fight. I, th- I think it's really good. I don't think the winner's going to get a title shot, no matter who wins this one. Uh, but it definitely puts him in a good position. Let's just say, like, let's just say, like, July 24th doesn't happen and either Sanhagen or Dillashaw can't make it. One of those guys comes out real quick and gets a quick win. They get slotted into that spot and maybe get into a title fight in that sense. But it puts him definitely in a good spot. So uh, before we start talking about the co-main event, because the stakes are even higher in that fight, let's uh, let's go to the picks and then we'll go to the peeps in a little while. So, Jose, your thoughts? Who gets their hand raised tomorrow, Rob Font or Cody Garbrandt?
5: I can't pick Cody Garbrandt fights because I don't think we know what Cody Garbrandt's going to show up until the first punch lands because for all we know, we get the same Cody that fought Pedro Munoz and TJ Dillashaw and just sees red and goes guns blazing and then gets starched by Rob Font. All of a sudden, Rob Font is the number two ranked bantamweight in the world. So it, this is so difficult to pick because then obviously Cody decapitated a human being on national television uh, and when he knocked out Rafael Sunso, and that seems like the new and improved Cody Garbrandt. So I have absolutely no idea who to pick. Uh, I think Rob Font is fantastic. I think he's uh, he carries the New England flag well and I have a feeling a few of these people on this preview show are going to pick Rob Font. So I'm just going to be uh, devil's, bot, like, devil's advocate and just pick Cody Garbrandt and I'm going to just because Rob Font, who's, who's he lost to? He's lost to Asuncio, he's lost to Munoz and who did he lose to? Lineker. Lineker? Was it Lineker in Brazil, if I remember yeah, correctly? That, I mean, yeah, that,
3: that's almost four and a half years ago. So. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. I'm
5: just saying, like, yeah, but were, he didn't right, and – yeah, and he he's strung together a couple wins and then it always feels like I I said the same thing going to the Marlon Moraes fight. I feel like he strings together a couple good wins and then he can't get over that quite that that top five hump. And he did that against Marlon Moraes. Marlon Moraes is coming off some pretty violent stoppage losses uh, heading into that fight. And I think we all agree probably shouldn't have taken that quick of a turnaround after losing to Sandhagen. So I was going to pick Cody Garbrandt based off of history. I think he's fantastic. He might just be the second best bantamweight in the world behind TJ Dillashaw. But this is every definition of a 50-50 fight for me.
2: Casey, your thoughts?
3: I'm going into this fight with the big assumption that we're getting the best Cody Garbrandt. And and so I'll just lay that out there. (laughs) But uh, I feel if we get the best Rob Font versus the best Cody Garbrandt, I am picking Cody Garbrandt. I do believe he's he's faster. Um, He's got more finishing power and judging by his ascensile uh, performance which is more uh, just a, a, a calm violent cody rather than a crazy red firing br- fire cody um i do think uh cody garbent should win this fight and an exciting it will be a super exciting one round um back and forth fight
4: but uh, i believe cody will finish it a.k Mike, when your brand is positivity as mine is, you have to assume the best. Uh, so as, as both guys kind of touched upon already, the best version of Cody can beat anyone at 135 is 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 just like, again, is is a champion. We know the best version of Cody is a champion. I've been very bad about getting off of uh, trains before they derail. I'm usually the last guy off a train. Uh, it's probably already derailed. It's in the mud and the wheels are spinning. I'm still on it. And uh, that's the case here. I'm still sticking with this Garbrand thing. Um, he's he's what he what is he like? 27, 27 years old. Like it's 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 so crazy. Like how much he's already done his career, and how' we're almost. taught we almost. Some people talk about him almost like oh, 29. Excuse me, still very young. We still talk about him almost as if like he's in the second, like the latter stage of his career, which like, he could still be in the, the thick of it. So I'm a believer. He's still in his prime, and if the best version shows up, he will beat Rob Font. I think I think by decision. Uh, but an impressive decision. Like, the kind of decision that he won against, like, Dominic Cruz that wowed us. You know, we were like, oh, wow. We remember, you know, how well-rounded he can be. And he's not hes not just a one-punch, like, knockout guy. He's, uh, he's uniquely talented, even at 135. So, Garbrandt by decision.
2: Wow. All three you going with Cody. This is surprising. I mean, I can't pick Cody. Like, how can I pick Cody after all three of you pick Cody? You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. No. That'd be boring, Mike. <laughs> I... Th- I don't know, man. I, it's it's almost like unfair for me to pick this fight because, like, you know, I've I've gone to I've, I've gone and seen Font spar and like I know some pieces of the puzzle that no one's kind of knows of like how this fight could play out. So I, it's almost like not fair for me to even make a pick here, if we're being honest. Um, having said that, I feel like I feel like if Font didn't have the Marlon Marias win, I would probably go Cody all day long because Font was still trying to get over that hump and get that win because like the UFC has has given him opportunities and we mentioned a lot of them we saw the Lineker fight that was not a good showing for Font and and it was early in his UFC career so I get that Pedro Munoz tough fight and then Hafiel Sunso another tough fight but I feel like the Rafael Sunso that Rob Font fought in the field, and the Hatfield sense of Cody Garbrandt are like two totally different guys. Like Asensio is is hard to look good against, but he's definitely on the tail end of his career. It's just let's just let's just be clear here. So with that said, I I I do think Rob Font's the better fighter. I think he's got. I think he'll have some volume here, and I think if he get out of the first round, I think he'll stop Cody in the second. It's just, can you weather that storm? His plan, and he said it in multiple interviews so I could at least throw it out there, his plan is to piss Cody Garbrandt off. He wants to get him red in the face and firing off craziness, trying to get him mad. That's going to be his game plan, is to try to piss off Cody Garbrandt. And if he is successful, then he will win this fight, and he will finish Cody Garbrandt in the second. So I think at some point, Rob's going to get to him. It's going to annoy him, and Cody – we're going to see that Cody, at least glimpses of him, come out, and Rob will take advantage of that because I think they're ready for that. So Rob Vaughn's second-round finish. That's what I'm going with.
3: Did – I didn't see the face-offs. Did um, did Rob
4: get a? did he – no. They did literally – they did literally nothing.
2: There's a lot of respect between both of these guys. (laughs) (laughs) Did, Did they even shake
5: hands? Did they even shake hands or did they just no, stare they at each really
2: other? Moved. They really moved. I think they hit their
4: marks. I, I think there's like, stand here, here, here's your mark here, here's your mark here. They didn't raise their arm. They stood. If you didn't know, you would think the stream froze. Like they just stood, <laughs> stared at each other. No expression on their faces. Turned to the turn to the cameras uh, on the other side. Done. So yeah, very respectful. It's great. We encourage it. But yeah. Do we uh, encourage for anyone looking it? For fireworks. Of course we do. Why? We uh, we always uh, no touching until fight night. That's what we always say. Know, Number one rule: no they, touching. They,
3: they can go nose to nose and make mean faces and no. say, you know say like Scott oh, Coker. I finish
4: you. Oh. No Scott Coker. Scott Coker hit it right at the bell. <laughs> Tour wins uh, on Thursday. He was he kept he kept surfing guys. But they weren't even getting close to each other. He was getting in like ahead of time and was like, Hey, nobody gets paid today, guys. Nobody gets paid today. <laughs> it was it was great. So Coker. Dana Shelby. Sean Shelby. He knows yeah, him, Dana, so. Dana, Dana. Sean. Yeah, Dana Sean Shelby. You got to learn from,
2: from the man, Scott Coker. Right, right. Yeah. Plus, I mean, plus Bert Watson's given the Bellator fighters those speeches before time. Like, don't mm. get in trouble. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> so,
0: the NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down.
1: and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
2: So that's a great fight. The stakes are high there, but not as high as the co main event. Ooh. We get Jan Janan versus Carlos Sparza. And if we're being honest, this one is being completely undervalued too, because outside of like Rose Nami Yunus doing interviews and like other fighters in this division doing interviews, no one has said, like the UFC has not come out and said, like the winner of this fight's fighting for the belt. While we know, talking about it, that the winner of this fight between Jan Jonan and Carlos Sparza is going to fight for the belt, but the UFC is not promoting that whatsoever. It's kind of frustrating heading into this car. We're not getting a lot of push in the main event. We're not getting a lot of push in this co-main event. When you have Rose Namunas, a champion that you're trying to push, her next challenger is more than, is like 99.5% coming out of this fight. So it's a good one. Why hasn't the UFC... Come out and said this, Jose. Why why aren't they coming out here and be like, listen, the winner of this fight is fighting Rojan Amiun is next.
5: Uh, Because the UFC probably wants Zhang Weili to fight, to rematch, or have Joanna get thrown in there. It's Just unfortunate. Uh, Everything I said about it it being refreshing, about how the main event being two top contenders fighting and with no kind of, the fight wasn't made because of bad blood or money and everything like that. I feel like the the strawweight division is in a weird spot where if Li, if Zhang Wei Li had had beaten Rose Nam-Yunez and Yan Zhao Nan had. Beats Carlos Sparza, You know they're going to want to do the like the full Chinese fight between two of the the the, the Chinese champion and the Chinese top contender. Carlos Sparza also has already fought and beat Rose Namajunas in a fight that I don't think a lot of people watched. Uh, that was obviously years 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 ago, and Rose clearly wasn't ready. She's because everyone I've, I've I've talked to a lot of people that think Ioanny and Jajic is the inaugural strawweight champion of the world, which is not true. Carlos Sparza won the Ultimate Fighter and then got beat by Ioanny in uh, one ninety. Like 185 or something like that. I think it was in Dallas uh, in the co event. So, and we've said this on a million shows. I know Casey has seen her what fought and we all think we we've all seen, we've all watched her fight, but I know Casey remembers her from the evicted days. Carlos bars. It does not make her opponents look good at all. If you watch her highlight reel, it's a lot of, fighters looking like they are not a contender against Carlos Sparks like the Michelle Watterson fights uh the Claudia Gadelia fights the the Angela did did, did, she fought Angela Hill was it one of those weird split decisions too I can't quite remember I feel like Carlos she fought
3: her in tough house
5: that's right. That's yeah. right. But it's like, if you look at like, like Verna Jandaroba, it's like, same thing. Like she, Marina Rodriguez, I think was a split too. So Carlos Sparza, her resume at Strawway is fantastic, but she doesn't have like any of these epic, not like, when's the last time she got a stoppage win? Was it the Rose fight? Was it like that? Was that her last stoppage win on the <laughs> yeah, ultimate fight? Yeah, it was. That's like, exactly. So, and then Yanjao Nan is like a, is a breath of fresh air, but she doesn't speak the best English. So, uh this i mike i know we all agree that the winner of this probably should get the next title fight but i have a feeling that probably won't be the case especially if it's carla just because the ufc will probably book the rematch against shangway lee uh if carlos barza wins
2: which is which is i i i i get it which like, is I'm weird because don't they don't they
5: to- <laughs> all isn't all the fighters i just mentioned don't like a bunch of them have aren't they all managed by the same guy
3: Oh, Sucker Punch? Uh, yeah. John yeah. Weili, like, Car- Rose, uh, yeah, they're all and managed. Carla. Yeah.
5: Yeah, they're like all managed by the same guy. So uh, it's interesting. It's such it's, it's an unfortunate situation. But again, like, are we going to say no to watching Rose Namunas and Jane Weili rematch? Because that fight would be awesome too. So I don't think there's any wrong answer. The right answer should be the winner of this. But I, don't, I think if they go in a different direction, it's not the wrong answer either. Huh.
2: Yeah. I, I What's interesting about Carla is... Like, even when I interviewed her last year and she was like, I don't want to be sort of the, the stepping stone fighter anymore. I don't want to be the gatekeeper of this division. People were like, oh, come on. Like, you know, split decisions. I don't feel like you want a lot of these fights. But since Rose won the title, like, a lot of people want to see Carla fight for the belt now. They want to see yeah. that rematch. There's like a storyline there because obviously they fought for the inaugural 150-pound pound title. Carla got the finish, became the champion. They've gone on to different points in their careers at this point. Now Rose is the champion. Now they can run it back. So if there's any time to give Carla that push and, and put her into a title fight, it is now. I still don't understand why we're not going in this direction. You can always say like, hey, this is the number one contender fight and then change your course. But at least put some buzz on the fight. You know what I mean, AK? Like what is going on That would, be a, that on would here? be a lie, Heck, That would be a lie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Listen, weird things happen. Is- <laughs> maybe there's an injury or something. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah,
4: it's it's not just about uh, giving uh, Carla like a, another shot. It's also giving Rose that chance to avenge that loss. I think I think a lot yes. of people will look back on that fight, and everyone everyone is assuming they fought again. Oh, I mean, Rose will kill her now. But that's what's cool about it is is that as far as it won the first fight so definitively, it's like okay, well, let's prove it. Let's give Carla that second chance. Let's give Rose the chance to erase that record. It's always cool uh when champions get to a race you know whatever few losses they have on their record so it would be nice for Rose to get that opportunity when when is the last time the UFC did kind of uh promote a fight like did a really good job promoting a fight as this is the number one contender Paulo Costa Paulo Costa before the uh Romero Yeah, yeah that I think that one I think they were pretty adamant that was for the number one contender I think, I, I think they at least did a good job of, of saying, I, like, the, one of these guys the is Poirier-McGregor two or three?
5: I was McGregor. To say. <laughs> three. I'm
4: three.
5: Three. <laughs> pretty, I'm pretty sure uh, McGregor-Poirier <sighs> is an over to fight. Maybe.
4: But are they building it that way, though? Are they building it that way? No. <laughs> right, but here's no, here's right? an example.
2: Here, here's a good example. When Corey Sanhagen and Aljamain Sterling fought, it was promoted yeah. as if the next guy was going to fight for the belt. But when Sterling won... Everything changed. Dana White was like, oh, yeah. eh, "I'm not really sure. I'm not oh, really sure I'm ready to, to make that decision." Oh, you got a first oh. round
3: finish, an amazing, it's like submission of the year type finish too. Well,
2: Against that
5: guy, to, according to our own Guillermo Cruz, Jan Janan's coach has said, "Quote basically agreed with the UFC that if she wins, she gets the next title <laughs> spot." Basically
4: agreed, we're, and we're hearing that's it. the
5: exact phrasing.
4: Oh, and we're man. hearing that from the coach, not the UFC, right? That's what's – like we should be hearing this from the – if that's the case, we should be hearing this from the UFC. So, some, 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 uh, some inkling that this is true from the UFC. And I don't know. But like we said, I, I think Paulo Costa Romero, maybe the last time, they did a really great job saying, well, one of these guys is definitely going to fight for the title. Otherwise, they just normally don't do that. It's, it's just not something the UFC does, which is crappy. But, I mean, it's a fact,
5: right? Uh, feather with the Korean zombie Ortega. Did they book it, bill it like that? Maybe after the fight. I don't think they did. We, it was just kind of accepted. Like even v- yeah, was like, yeah, yeah, I'm fighting yeah. that guy.
4: At this one, as I think this one is, I think if anyone's like paying attention to this fight, they're yeah. like, oh yeah, logically this should be the next. But again, why is there not that push? Proportional push? I don't
5: know. Maybe they want to see how the fight plays out. What if Carla just goes in there and just shuts everyone up and gets another, her first submission win in how many years in like the first round? i don't think you can deny her then
3: oh there, but she no goes out there like head. like i just
5: like like she's on what a four or five win streak right is that if i remember correctly yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, aren't her last two splits and even before that it was a majority yeah. so yeah. she hasn't had it even yeah. had a unanimous decision in two years and the to verna fight the verna fight was fair, unanimous yeah, yeah and that, to be that fair was Alexa Alexa fight, i thought Alexa she fight lost rules. Yeah, and I also God, thought, I thought she, she lost the, the Marina Rodriguez fight too. But the Alexa Grasso fight was really good because Casey, I watched that at your house. that was, yeah, it was a great fight. fight. That fight was fantastic.
2: But if she beats Jan Jonan, you have like no matter how she does it, Jan Jonan is super good, and I think everybody knows that now. If she beats Jan Jonan, like you, you can't deny her anymore. Like you can make the argument she deserves a title shot now. But if she beats Jan Jonan tomorrow night i don't care how she does it i think she's done more than enough to earn that shot but uh the betting lines right now very very close main event as well uh font a minus 112 favorite comeback on cody garbrandt plus 102 so it's pretty much pick him. uh jan Janan, minus 120 favorite the comeback on Carla is at plus 110 so again kind of a coin flip fight so yeah. where's that coin landing for you ak Oh, uh, I'm gonna go. I'll go Yan. I'll go Yan.
4: Um, it takes us one step closer to hashtag Yan Yan Yan, obviously, which is the most important thing. Uh, but also, I, I've I, I've underestimated I think Yan Xiaonan in the past, and I think she keeps getting better and better. Uh, almost kind of what we said about Rob Font. I know I, I picked Garbrandt, but kind of what we said about Rob Font. You know, so about this peak, peaking at the right time. Uh, yeah, there you go. There's the, there's a the hashtag that's sweeping the nation. So it's just gonna kind of get trending again today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i think some of the problems that esparza has had in her previous fights like we said she's kind of eked out some of these wins i mean again you can only you're only going to get away with that so many times i think uh the the judges it might not go her way this time. i do think it's going to go to a decision again and i think it'll be close and i think it'll be like a lot of Asparza fights but i think uh i think jan will do enough uh to make it I don't want to even say indisputable, but it could be another split nod or or majority nod, it's just, or close close uh, unanimous, you know, 29-28, something like that, uh, and some close rounds in there. Um, so I'm going Jan. I don't feel super strong about it, but I do think uh, I do think this run of decisions for it uh, has a limit, and I think it might hit the limit on Saturday.
2: Casey, what do you think? Are we going? Are we taking a, a one way trip to Split Decision City, or what? I'm going Carla
3: split majority decision. <laughs> whatever that is. <laughs> split majority technical, draw decision. Te-
4: <laughs> technical technical <laughs> majority split. Yeah, There's yeah, a high <laughs> pope midway to the midway to the third, so they go to the go to the cards.
3: Yeah. Um yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, but unfortunately the way the UFC is promoting this fight, outside of it being the co main event for a fight night, um, I don't think uh, I think I think we're gonna need some sort of uh, one of the best finishes of the year for either of these women to be seriously considered in a title fight, unfortunately. I just, um, I don't think the UFC, I'm, I just don't think Dana cares that much about these two women, um, unfortunately. I just, and yeah, I mean, I, I, I've not, I, I, I can't remember last time Dana really talked positive about Carla Sparza, and I don't, I don't think he's ever really mentioned Jan in an interview or like, oh, she's a savage, you know, it just, um, I just don't think the UFC keep, thinks very highly of them, as far as title as far as like selling them in a title fight. But I am picking Carla
2: in the All decision. Right. Jose, what do you think?
5: Uh, I'm gonna pick Carla too. I just everything I said before. Uh, I d- can't remember an opponent that Carla beat that it was like her opponent looked good. Like I know a lot of people thought she lost. Uh, what what the um. Marine Rodriguez fight, but uh, including myself uh, and the Alexa Grosso fight was obviously a majority, and she still won. I think this could be one of those controversial ones again. I don't, it could be uh, regardless of whether she wins by split majority or unanimous. I feel like we're going to be talking about this on the post show saying, so how many of you guys thought that Jan Janan won that fight? <laughs> so I think I think that's how we're going to start that conversation, but Jan Janan is fantastic. Uh, I actually think her last few wins might even be more impressive than Carla's last few wins because Yan's being Claudia and... Carolina Kolvilkevich, if I remember correctly, and if the the fight, isn't that Carolina hasn't fought since, right? Because her eye got all damaged and her yeah. eye was like stuck yep. So like you on clearly does damage when she fights. And before that, she had that. Was that the woman well, before that? Was that the Angela, Angela Hill fight Hill. in Chicago? Yeah. I thought, yeah, which I a thought, lot of people thought Angela yeah, Hill won, yeah. but it was it, I can't remember if it was split or unanimous, but it was, it was unanimous, uh, but it
3: was super close. Super
5: close. Super, super close. So could Jan win hundred percent, but I just think Carla wins right now. Uh, she's also been more active recently, if I remember correctly. I think Jan just had a fight, what, November or something like that? But before that it was a wild break, I think. And then if I remember, Carla had like two fights in three months uh, at the Apex so, or Jacksonville Apex. So I'm I'm just picking Carla. Uh, but I am and I hope the winner of this fight gets the no more contender fight or gets the title shot.
2: Yeah, Carla's last fight was on Fight Island, if I remember seriously, correctly. I think that's where yeah, the, that was Marina the Marina fight that happened. was the Marina fight in has, July, yeah.
3: Has Rose spoken publicly about wanting a rematch with Carla? I don't recall that.
2: She know. has talked about it. Like, she hasn't, like, said, I hope Carla wins so he could rematch her, but when, not... like, after she won the belt and she was asked, like, what's next? Should it be a rematch? She was like, I'm going to be watching the Carla-Yan fight Yeah, um, and see what happens. I, I, I but... say that
3: because, that, to me, that's the only way... The only way Carla gets that rematch is if Rose sells it, and um, I don't think Rose is that person to try to. I want Carla. I want. I want. I want to erase that L. You know, but that's the only way I think Carla gets it because um, I just don't think the UFC is gonna. I just don't think the UFC believes in Carla as far as selling pay-per-views.
2: So, oftentimes on these preview shows, we talk about the MMA gods and how they could be fair or unfair, and I feel like. Something tells me that I'm going to be tweeting out tomorrow night. <laughs> I score this fight 29-28 for Carla Sparza and they're going to score for Jan and and she's going to win a split decision. And people are going to be on social media saying, AK, we're going to get ourselves a little robbery review on Monday. I have a feeling we're like the MMA gods are going to kind of even out the playing field in just an unfortunate <laughs> way. Cause that's just how this sport works. It's not fair. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> what goes around comes around. I just got this feel like there's no doubt about it. This fight is going to be a split decision. It's going to be 29, 28 <laughs> some way. I have no idea how it's going to go, but just to make things in- interesting, I have a feeling that AK is going to be hit up multiple times for a robbery review on however this fight is scored, but I'll go with the on, John on to get, to get, to get a, a controversial decision win in a Ooh. in a close competitive fight so carla's
3: gonna be on the other side of the the decision the bad de- uh, not bad decision
4: but yeah well we don't yeah maybe yeah i mean I, it's crazy. I was crazy looking
3: at carla's record a recent record like like i mean I, I know i'm an outlier here but like i thought verna beat her i thought verna did more submission damage in that fight i thought she i thought carla did beat michelle watterson but it was just a horrible fight to watch and I did think she lost to Marina and um, who else?
4: She also had this problem with Gadelia, which, which I think some people thought she. Yeah, I, I
3: definitely thought she be... beat Gadelia too. Okay. So, so it's um, kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. But but I say those things, but then at the same time, like, I'm like, Carla's going to win tomorrow night too. <laughs> so, but by split majority technical decision, yes.
5: Well, I yeah, think right. when, we're, 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 when we're picking fights, we're not picking based on do we think Jan's better. We're just picking on Carla wins these type of fights. Yeah. You know, like I'm try right. I'm just trying to figure I, like like I I think Jan is probably a, a better striker than Carla, but Carla just makes her opponents look terrible. Yeah, and that's a skill in MMA.
4: That is. <laughs> Don't bet yeah. on yeah. Carla as far as the fights. Do not bet on Carla. <laughs> And if you take anything away from this, pre- well, I would say never bet on MMA, period. But whatever, I know people enjoy it.
5: Do not. She bet on didn't Carla she didn't she have a split fights. against Randa Marcos, if I remember correctly. Yes, and I think a lot and of people I thought, thought, I thought she won
4: that won. too. I won. Exactly, yeah. I thought she won that fight. Huh. So do not do not bet on Carlos as, far as the fights. There's so many other fights you can bet on if you have to bet on Saturday's fights. Leave that one out of your eight fight parlay, whatever it is you're doing, at, at own risk because her fights are very, very, very unpredictable.
2: Just real yeah, quick. Yeah, that's not a parlay fight.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm looking. At, I'm looking at tabology, the fan predictions, and while most fans are picking Yan, I would say about ninety eight percent, no, about ninety seven percent of people are picking a decision for whoever whoever wins. <laughs> so yep. like, I, I'm I'm kind of curious. Does any, can anyone pull up a uh, a uh, betting line if, the, if there's gonna actually be a finish? for the spikes I'm, it's gotta be. i it's got it would be
2: honored and privileged to pull up a line on that <laughs> I mean, uh, as good esparza- as and
3: Esparza are <laughs> right. they are decision masters though so.
2: okay uh esparza wins by tko ko plus 1340 <laughs> wow. uh Nan wins by tko ko plus 725 esparza wins by submission plus 1150 uh, yeah, Janja wins by submission plus nine hundred. Asparza inside the distance plus six seventy five. Wait, Inside wait, 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 the wait, distance wait, wait. Four, four fifty five. God, Janja
5: winning by submission has a higher. They have a higher chance of Jan winning by submission than Carla. yeah plus plus nine hundred. Jan has never had a submission victory in her career. <laughs> <laughs> and Carla Asparza <laughs> has had how many? Like four or five. Yeah, at least. And yeah. they think Janja not has a higher chance of submitting. Oh my god.
2: Okay, th- this is when things get. And fun, she's, right? her
5: only loss has been by <laughs> submission. Jan's never <laughs> submitted someone, and she's only been submitted. put bucks down on Carla winning by submission. Why not? No, don't, no, don't Carlos, bet on this fight. Do not bet on this fight. <laughs> Car- Carla Sparza
2: wins in round one, plus 1350. Round two, plus 1550. Esparza wins in round three, plus 2225. So not a lot of faith that this fight is uh, is going to be finished inside the distance. What's the decision? What's the decision line? Minus 500 find it. They mustn't even Minus have 5, it. <laughs> <laughs> five thousand.
3: Put five thousand dollars in, you get a dollar back if it's a decision. But <laughs> Pretty much. I'll yeah. tell.
2: Ta- I'll tell you what line looks a little a little enticing, a just because of a draw. Mike. Oh, disclaimer. Plus, plus forty five hundred. Legal, legal disclaimer at the bottom. Don't Bet on this, sorry, Michael. Don't what was bet. that? <laughs> what, what was that? Yeah, what was it? Plus 4,500 is a draw, dude. If you're
3: gonna throw money I'm for a draw, st- this might be it.
2: Betting stresses, yeah. Stress
5: is, I was talking to some fans at US in Houston at UC 262, and they were like, Who do you think's gonna win the main Codeman? I'm like, Well, I think Benil Dariush De- has a good fight, and then they said they put like five thousand dollars on Benil Dariush. I'm like, Are you stupid? <laughs> don't tell me that. Now I'm stressed out. And then like when, you're, like, when, when, you're and watching, when you're watching the out. fight, you're like, "Oh
2: God, ben Hill better win." <laughs>
5: like, yeah. Seriously, I just felt bad for them.
2: <laughs> fight, fight. The fight goes to decision line is minus three fifty-five.
3: That's that's got to be one of the lowest, yeah, you're ever gonna see. It yeah.
4: If either of these fighters <laughs> get a finish, give the, give them the damn title shot. I was telling that right now. If either of them finish first round, second round, yeah, third round, big. I don't care what it is. Give him the damn there is yeah, a very high funny. chance for
3: a draw in this fight, to be honest, because I can see Carter <laughs> holding Yan down for like sure. a, a full ten round, eight. getting at 10-8, ten ten and then losing the other two rounds. Like that's yep. that's a strong possibility.
2: The most for the sure. most lopsided prop line is Yan Jonan wins by submission in round three, plus five thousand. Oh, good okay.
5: lord. <laughs> <laughs> there you go betting those are the crazy games. betting betting items. is ridiculous <laughs> it is don't, don't do it don't do it betting is it a is.
2: mugs game it is all right so we got what like 12 minutes or so let's go to the peeps uh while we go to the peeps rest of the main car we got justin Taffa versus jared vandera felicia spencer Norma dumont we got david dvorak versus juan camillo ronderos and we got no, no, Jack no, that, is now, that is now
4: that is now a prelim that's that is a, now a prelim
2: what it got bumped up?
4: Ricardo Hic- Ramos and Al- Bill Algeo will not be yeah.
2: on that spot. Excellent yeah. call! I love that fight. And yeah. then uh, Jacker Manson versus Edmund Shabazian's up there too. But Ben Rothwell, Chris Barnett not being on the main card is a travesty. Yes. Absolute travesty.
4: You guys should have seen a Beast Boy mad at the winds. He was he was beaming, beaming smile. I have a tweet if you want to see it. He, it it's a, it's a still, but he was that, that. If you see that tweet, it's that. Like the whole time he was beaming, smiling, finally being in the UFC. The guy's so excited. All right. Cookie Monster Wolf, Man in Black
3: thinks that Carl is going by flying knee in the first round. So. Oh, that'd
4: be Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I was like, yeah, I was like, well, oh. we'll fly or flying, like okay. <laughs>
2: Yan, Yan, Yan. Right?
4: I, no, I agree. No, but he's – I think he's making fun of Yan, 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 saying Yan, Yan, Yan. I agree. Thank you, Kevin Lee. Thank you, my cousin, Kevin Lee.
2: Uh, will Yan get her first finish in the UFC? I don't think it happens no. here.
4: Doubtful. I, I'd be shocked. MMA, anything can happen, but uh, man, I'm not picking that.
3: That to Who's me, but, if Yan does get a finish and kind of knocks out Carla like in a Yawana Yanjaychek type of violence, that could be what pushes her, kind of pushes her to the front of the line. I don't think Carla can really do anything to push her in front of the, to be in front of Wei Li and Joanna, um, outside of Rose, you know, begging for a rematch. But I think if Yon gets a really impressive finish over Carla, because um, that's what I think is missing from her. I think the UFC they need that highlight reel because you got to build those promos. So I don't think she'll get the finish, but if she gets it, you know,
4: then then you know. Here's. Here's the list of fighters who have finished Carlos Barza: Megumi Fuji, one of the greatest of all time; Joanna yeah. Jędrzejczyk, arguably the greatest of all time; and Tatiana Suarez, a, a, a super beast who may become uh, one of the greats uh, when it's all said and
5: So for so Jan, that mean, that, that so would, be, would be that really be she, something? Be, like, because she lost to Jessica Aguilar pre-UFC too, right? And that was a split, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Yep. So she's yeah. either been finished or lost split decisions. Yes, all she's her never losses She's never lost unanimous. She's never lost the she's unanimous, never lost unanimous. Nope. What a, what a silly career. What <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, cool. a strange, silly career. That's a fantastic stat. Carla's great. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's, that's, that that is that's, I love it. She's I think a, that's fantastic.
3: She's an anomaly because I, I, I just said, oh, I think she's lost three of her last four fights, but then I'm like, she's one of the best. I'm like, it's, I'm, like I'm I'm both ways on Carla. It's, it's, it's amazing.
5: <laughs> she also, like, I remember before I joined ma fighting uh and i were a fan side we did like casey i think ma fighting did the same thing but we at in the chicago card we asked all the fighters if they liked the early morning weigh-ins or the old style weigh-ins. and carla was the only one out of everyone we asked that wanted the old weigh-ins back because she doesn't really cut weight and she likes to see her opponents suffer she was the only one so she is just an anomaly in every sense of the word she's an atom weight
3: she's talking she's talking about she's she's and that's what that's what i think led to her her especially her her tough when she was in the tough house her success because you know all these fighters had to cut a lot of weight she's basically just dieting to make weight so she just rolled through everything and then obviously rose just wasn't prepared ready for you know that wrestling that carla brought but um yeah i've always i've always we always talk about you know when when is the ufc gonna bring in adam weights Maybe the UFC is afraid that Carla just might run right through that division too. Who knows? Who knows? I forgot about yep. that. I forgot I forgot I, for, I forgot how small Carla is. She's 5'1 and she's not even for an atom weight. She's not that big. So that's no. that's even more yeah, she, Carla Sparza. I don't know. <laughs> an, an, an unlikely an, an unlikely great in female fighting. <laughs>
4: Well, that, that was—I mean, look—that was one of the things we discussed on uh, Thursdays between the links, right? Mike was uh, unlikely, uh, most unlikely champions. Asparza would be up there, I think. She would be up there with the Oliveras. And she the Mike was as well,
5: yeah. like currently, right? Oh, sorry, like, well, i was, was, oh, sorry. Well, I'm sorry.
4: I mean, sorry. Becoming champion again. i, I yeah, literally yeah. just did what we said. With you. Yeah, yeah. Becoming champion yeah. again. I
3: think. she would. Carla
5: be. was the number one seed in that tournament, right? Because she was the invicted. champion. Oh yeah, right yeah, yeah. That? Was, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah.
3: She was the, she she ran through it. too. She yeah. ran through it. And it was kind of, but it was kind of confu- not confusing, but even though she was number 1 seed, most people who in the know still thought that Claudia Gadella and Joanna and Jacek were actually
4: right the, the higher ranked if could, fighters. If, 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 if they, were in if, the they if they could have been on the show. Yeah, if yeah, they could have been on the neither show. Neither needed them to make
3: yeah. the weight cut consistently, so yeah. that's why that fell through. If you're wondering. But yeah, but
4: yeah, her her winning again would be like a hell of a story again. I think it would be oh, up yeah. there with Oliveira winning his first, Michael Bisping winning his first. So her winning a second would be like, what? <laughs> crazy, crazy. Yeah, that
2: that that Ioana fight did things to her too, like mentally Ooh. for sure. She didn't want to talk about that. That is a great question. Best female fight of the weekend. <sighs> wow,
4: that's good. So that's a good. A lot
3: of ladies fighting Invicta, Bellator, yeah, let's, and let's, and um, the UFC card.
2: I like, I mean, to bring up top, of, top of my head, it's the zapatella Del Boni fight. Okay. I think yeah. that's going to be really competitive and really fun. I'm
4: not going next. I, I need to look any, more.
3: Any chance, even though I know everyone thinks Cyborg, Leslie Smith is going to one-way traffic, I don't care if it's going to be one-way traffic. It's freaking Cyborg... Yeah. cherish these moments to get to watch her fight in the cage and leslie smith is always in exciting fights so i don't care i'm super excited to see them fight i don't care if it's not competitive i just want it they're both going to bring the violence the violence may be one way but they're both going to bring it so i'm super excited about that and i love the main event for invicta uh i don't know very much about the opponent but the the young lady uh, who trains at team lobo with uh, grasso and Aldana. Oh, i forgot her name right
2: Marias.
4: Carrie, what was her name
2: karina karina, karina rodriguez yeah,
4: yeah karina she's Casey, awesome. Casey, what was that what, what was that in the background there we heard a we heard a voice uh a are you not are you not a, are you not alone what was that who was that uh yeah i, just, I assumed you were
3: alone yeah karina rodriguez super exciting fighter and, and apparently she made weight i know she's had trouble making 25 but she made look like she made weight good so then picked card which is free on youtube i think right to watch MMA is, yeah. com. Oh, mmafighting.com I'm sorry. On- Yes. <laughs> <Get it> MMAfighting.com. <laughs> Don't watch those silly Bellator fights. Go to
2: MMAfighting.com and watch the <laughs> Victor fights. Well, you can you can watch you could watch the Bellator prelims on MMAfighting.com as well. I mean, you could have a little double screen action going on. There you go. I mean, that's what I'm, I would do. You know, you I'm know what I think might Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, AK. Yeah, go ahead. No, you go. No, no, you go. For it. No, 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 I insist. I insist. Okay. I appreciate that. Okay. You know what fli- right. you know what fights going to be like ridiculously fun, but like not as you know, stylistically artistic is Valerie Loretta Hannah guy. Those two are just going to stand there and just swing. They're going to stand in a phone booth and beat the beat the beat the snot out of each other. That's yeah. the word I'm going to go with because I was that wasn't what I was going to say if we were like <laughs> sitting in a bar, in a, in a bar <laughs> atmosphere, but those two girls, those two ladies are going to throw down. That should be fun. But go ahead AK, back to you my friend.
4: I like uh I, I think it could be one sided. I'm hoping it's not. If it's, I, I think there's some potential for Felicia Spencer and uh, Norma Dumont to be a fun but Actually, I do. I, I, I don't think Norma Dumont is 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 bad at all. I think the bantamweight, like uh, her little uh, trot adventure down a bantamweight, was a disastrous idea. <laughs> Clearly, I, I know. I think she hasn't given up on it, but I whatever wherever she is, whatever she's doing right now, I don't think she can make 136 comfortably. So I'm glad. at least she's back at featherweight. Uh, we know Felicia Spencer can. Can, can take can take a licking on the feet so if she can't get this one down there's going to be some back and forth there i mean obviously i'm thinking she she does get the fight down uh to the ground and and, and goes to work there but i don't know I, I think Dumont's kind of an untapped property so that that I, find, I think i think could be more exciting than uh people including myself uh, are expecting maybe i've been reading too much now and i've talked myself into it but i also would have really liked I hate that she missed weight for it, but uh, the Leah McCourt and Janae Harding fight, I think it also would be good on uh, on Bellator. It was on the prelims of Bellator. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, McCourt missed weight by quite a bit. But uh, otherwise, I think it was a really, I remember when it was announced, I thought really good style matchup. And uh, so that's a good one. So man, there's a lot of good fights. A lot of good fights to begin. Yeah. I mean, look at all
5: the cards. Really, <laughs> uh i mean anytime cyborg fights i'm gonna tune in especially because remember the last time she fought leslie smith that was when the ufc was making her cut to 140 Mm -hmm. uh so you saw what she did to leslie smith but even i remember leslie smith was like very angry at that stoppage girl stoppage yeah, so not the best stoppage in <laughs> the world. So when uh, Leslie Smith first signed with Bellator, I thought, oh, maybe they can run the sideway. And when her uh, just – I didn't think it would be this soon, but I'm happy it's, it's finally happening under the right weight class and hopefully we can get a proper vict- Cyborg one fair and square, but I just don't want controversies to run the stoppage. So I'm very excited for that. And the Lee McCourt one, uh, like AK said, I remember I had to – cover. I was working the – quote-unquote desk for MMA fighting during that because PZ was there. It was in Dublin. And Liam McCor was kind of thrust into the main event because I think the Gallagher the, – who did he fight? Who did he fight? Who is he supposed to fight? The one that kept falling apart.
4: Oh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Cal-, Cal-, Cal Eleanor?
5: Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was supposed to be the main event and then it fell apart and Liam McCor, Liam McCor was kind of thrust into it. It was also – you know how Bellator will do those that dumb thing where like Bellator 240 is the prelims but then the main card is called Bellator oh, Dublin God. and it was just very infuriating because like Brent Primus was on the quote prelims with Ricky Bandejas and Beck Rawlings but then Charlie Ward was like the co-main event. Of the main card. It was just a very bizarre scene. So I remember working that vividly right. because of how annoying that night was. Uh so yeah, I'm <laughs> and I think that was the last time Lee McCourt fought. So yeah, I'm excited for that fight outside of her missing weight. All right. Yeah, that'll be a good one.
2: All right, maybe one more.
5: Oh, oh one more.
3: Oh wow, we have talked. Okay. Um okay, we're gonna fly through these. Um actually I'm, I'm kinda curious about All this ahead. model. Oh it too big, but
2: What happens to the women's featherweight division after Spence versus Norma?
4: Is there a featherweight? I think it's. We, 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 we get some variation of this question pretty much every time. There's a yeah. featherweight fight, which is fine. And I'll tell you what's gonna. I'll tell you what's going happen. We're we're about to usher in a golden age of women's 145ers. I I I I, I sense I sense a rush of, of of talented athletic women in the in the 135 to 155 or 160 pound range declining to play more lucrative sports and instead getting into the getting into the 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 high stakes world of MMA where they can get punched in the face and get beaten up by Amanda Nunez and Chris Cyborg. For for uh, for pennies on the dollar, so David David's tuned to direction. I cannot wait till we will remember this day when this epic three round battle uh, that goes it goes to a decision, fight of the year candidate, and uh, Dana White says yes. I will I will fund I will fund the building of the a true women's featherweight division. I just had to answer something differently for once. I'm sorry. We had to, <laughs> You guys can go ahead and give the I real know, answer. I know. Go ahead. I, I, I always give the same answer, so there we go.
2: Yeah, I think we're going to – I think it's just going to be like there just enough until Kayla Harrison becomes a free agent and they take the shot at her. And if they get her, they'll book – they'll do Nunez right away. And then if not, then – i don't know we'll see what happens but maybe i think think they're going all in on kayla and i think bellator is also going to go in all all in on kayla and i think that's going to be super fun come january 1st uh cody's going to wrestle the hell out of fun he's matured as a fighter and i think he's going to cruise through rob we all know rob is great but rob's actually a pretty good wrestler too i wouldn't be surprised if he shot in for a takedown on this fight as well um i mean if cody's smart that's probably the best path to victory i don't think he wants to Get into a like a straight up boxing match with Rob because, I mean, Cody's got probably more knockout power. I and Rob knows that, um, but I think if they have like a straight up boxing match, Font's gonna win that one. I would agree. So we'll see what happens. It's it's a good fight. It's interesting. Like if Cody goes in and shoots for takedowns and wears him down and wins a five round decision, that'd be that'd be pretty pretty smart on his part. Ooh. This is a great fight, by the way, and it's probably going to go down in like, in the next 30 minutes or so. Yeah. Brett Johns makes his Bellator debut, and he's got, a, in my opinion, this is a tougher matchup than he had originally. Danny Sabatello, who was on the Contender Series last season and didn't get a contract after running off 30-24 scorecards. He had 10-8 rounds in rounds 1, 2, and 3 on his Contender Series fight and did not get a contract. So he got a little bit went. of a chip on his shoulder. A little too much, too much wrestling. wrestling, Mike. Too much wrestling. Yep. You did it mixed in martial arts, bro. Did, yeah, this is this is mixed martial arts, Mike. I just I, I love his response to like people booing oh. him. Just like you're just mad because like I'm beating the. I'm, I'm just gonna say, he said, I just beat I'm beating the shit out of these guys so badly that you guys are. I mean, this is his words. This is a quote. <laughs> this is a quote. So I, I, I
4: love the fight. It's really interesting. I have to go with Johns because I, I think the dude's just a wizard in the ground. But, man, I, I will say your interview with – you did the interview with Danny this week. Uh, people check that out on What the Heck. It, it's 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 one of those interviews that I, – I didn't know a lot about Danny Sabatello other than the Contender Series appearance. It's one of those interviews that I was like, this guy, is, this guy, I shouldn't. I shouldn't be talked into this. All Every fighter who makes a debut in a new promotion says they're going to do whatever, take over. It kind of got me. And I'm kind of like, is he right for the upset here? So, I don't know. I'm picking uh, – so to answer the question, I say Johns, but, man – are making a compelling argument for sabatello i'll tell you
3: i'm picking john's too but yeah watch that interview on our youtube on our youtube page by uh, mr heck <laughs> i didn't know who the heck this guy was when i when i get the email my calendar interview for sabatello i'm like who the heck is that and then i looked him up <laughs> i was like all right whatever and then he started talking i'm like dude this guy's intense i dig it i dig it you know i i, I like him and um but he reminds me a lot of, um, in the sense of uh, what's his name, uh, Kevin Holland. Not in how he fights, but how he had victories and uh, dominant victories in contender series, and, and Dana chose not to sign him. So um, good on Bellator to to, to get that, uh, to sign him. Good on Bellator picking up Brett Johns and making him happy apparently um, contract wise, and um, zero clue why this is so low on the card. But maybe it's so we all tune in early to watch it. More great Bantam waits out there. That's all.
4: Time zone? Time zone? Would it be easier for anyone watching? In the- oh, yeah. No, yeah. either way. That's it's-, probably, it's That's exactly way. why. Is it? Okay, you're right. Isn't, right. Super, isn't, it, see that. isn't it super late over there either way? Let me do a quick time
2: zone check while you pull up another. <laughs> I think it's like – yeah, it's it's definitely a time thing. It's, it's no definitely because I – I Like 11. When, yeah, it'd be like 11. When,
5: when Savinson and I worked the media day, there was a lot of Welsh media calling in for okay. – yeah. brett johns even speak i don't know I even like they were interacting in like another language too so uh, i think they want to get him out and in for yeah, uh, the a bit about, media that'd
4: be about yeah there's, of some, there. Dude, uh, there's in, some in the evening i think when he comes out i think
2: there's some fun scraps in this prelim I mean, even the alfie davis uh, alexander shabley fights really good uh, but for those uh those degenerates out there that want a betting line brett johns minus 250 plus 210 the comeback on Danny Sabatello and for those looking for the te- for the main event we're at, we're doing between the links it was minus 1200 for Chris Cyborg it is now depending on where you go between minus 1600 and minus 4000 for Chris Cyborg oh, okay. as yeah, the favorite all right, sure, sure. so there uh, you go but- there's not a line for Leslie Smith below plus 925 anywhere
4: Jose, Jose, if, if only they could have split, split this card up as you know, in your favorite way, as like, oh, Brett John versus Savatello is the main, is the main event of Bellator London uh, nine, and then you mm-hmm. have the main card. So, if only, or, or the opposite, you, know, you have uh, if only they could have split it up that the way. The UFC, so, do you ah, remember man. they
5: did that for the Madison Square Garden card too? It was like the prelims NYC. were like Be- Bellator, like the prelims were like Bellator, oh, Bellator yeah. something, <laughs> yeah. and then yes, like the main card was Bellator NYC. I'm like, stop yeah. it, stop it. <laughs> it's, it's one it. card. I guess, because
3: at the time they had different broadcasting situations, but it just messes up all the filing. Like, I'm trying to organize files here. I can't. It really does. I'm like, that's all I care about. It's like, I'm, not, I'm like, the, I'm like the UFC in catch weights, you know, it's like, dude, we have a chart. We have, we have, we have a dry erase board. We already drew the lines with permanent marker. We can't move things around guys. So. I remember
5: when, uh, our old, fra- our old friend, uh, Danny Segura went to like the, the, one of the press conferences in New York, he straight up asked, he goes, is this going to be one of those cards with two different names? <laughs> like he asked and Scott Coker was like, yeah, I get why that's confusing. I'm like, it's
2: stupid. It's not annoying.
3: I mean, but there's a reason they do it, but just, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it just sucks for us. <laughs> uh, what,
2: you didn't want to see Bellator 259 and then Bellator Uncasville yeah. later on tonight? <laughs> no, nah,
4: dog. Nah, dog.
2: All right, last last question. Uh, <laughs> oh, and, Michael, and Easter. We'll, uh, Michael
4: Easter. Michael Easter is always coming in with these ones.
2: Nickname Fantasy League, should Rob Font be known as... Helvetica? <laughs> <Elveta-Kentuc? laughs> no Times New Roman? Come on. Dude, it's Rob Being
3: font. Rob Wingding's font,
2: Comic Sans. Impact.
3: Impact. 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 Come on, <laughs> impact! All right, we got. Well, I that's think good ones, I yeah.
5: think Comic Sans would be a fantastic nickname for a fight be because so of how good. stupid that font is. <laughs> just make me
4: feel
5: mad. I feel we... <laughs> so mad if that was
4: his nickname.
3: Okay. Oh, I know. Just because we have to talk about it, not 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 yeah. that this should be the co-main event, but let's talk. It's just, just we didn't even, we didn't even mention this fight.
5: Yep.
4: Yeah.
3: I, I raised an eyebrow.
5: rules. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. I, I raised an eyebrow this, I mean, when it was first booked. Why is like, this fight I,
2: happening I, I, one week? It's you know what it is? He the protocol COVID. thing is so weird.
4: Yeah, yeah, I got put. No, no. Did he have COVID or was it a protocol thing? It was a protocol breach, right? It wasn't that necessarily one of the fighters contracted COVID or did they?
5: I thought he Yeah, done. I think it was someone in Jack Hermann's camp had it. Right. So they, so they had, you know. I mean, I could yeah, be wrong. So yeah yeah i don't know well, who knows
4: we'll find out, we could find out tomorrow remember didn't this happen with holland and what, what was it holland and yeah, uh,
2: holland holland definitely had it
4: yeah. yeah and then that they pushed it back a week and then it's just like oh no wait we that was just canceled uh, uh so again jose's rule right we have we actually have like what 24 over 24 hours till the cards still oh well no less than 24 mm-hmm. hours now sorry it's an early one so
5: uh the check. there was a uh in at USC 262 in Houston, there was an Armenian news outlet there specifically for Edmund and Catelyn Shakigan. And he found out Edmund Shabazian was off the card like when he got to Media Day. <laughs> he also like he was a really nice kid, but if you watch that Media Day stream, it was he had such jarring transitions with his questions that people in the media were like, like right, he asked Catelyn Chikagan right out of the gate. He's like, So the Armenian genocide was uh, recognized by by, Joe, oh. by President Biden, and then like he gave a really good, she gave a really good answer. He goes, "So you normally stick to the outside when you fight," and I was just like, <laughs> "Good lord, man!" Oh, <laughs> uh, that's not look. That's that. That's, that's, like, that's everyone I mean, was I... just like, like, but like we all do that. Like I, <laughs> I, I was gonna ask the question about President Biden uh, recognizing it because couch and I asked her about the Red Square when we were on Fight Island, but once I found out that was his beat. I was like, that's all you. And I thought he was going to have a couple fight questions and then go in, it, but right into it, all the media was like, whoa, that was aggressive, like hey. right away. Look, man, I, I can tell you, when I first started interviews, I had that list of questions
4: and I'm nervous and I just like wanted to get through sure. all of them. So, you know, and, and again, this is even uh, Scrum, you have maybe two or three questions you get out. Sure. So he's like, oh, I got to get all these out there. So I, yeah, I think you're right. I think, you know, that's that's good to hear. I mean, that's good to hear that uh, at least he got his questions out there, but <laughs> they didn't Absolutely. just really flow together. <laughs> hey, hey, people think you're funny no it's a good, a good dad, dad joke, joke. oh my no no i'm young i'm young i'm I, i'm cool i'm with <laughs> it guys wickle, wickle, wickle. you know what i mean i'm still cool i'm still cool still. i don't make dad jokes
2: i think you uh i, I think that's a perfect way to end in the show right with ak getting laughs from the dad jokes go ahead ak do this cut it out like joey gladstone on uh, on full house Run your wheelhouse, buddy. Joey, I do love, I do love Full House. (laughs) Who doesn't? Do it. Do 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 you want want to say hi? Speaking of dads, what did you say? Do you want to come in? Okay. Do you want to come in? Whoa! (laughs) Uh, Oh, hiding under my desk, just waiting to make an appearance. Vitamin. You make a weird face. He was there the whole time. Wave to the people. Wave to the people. All right, go back downstairs. Okay, right, we're getting out of here. We got a tour over at mafighting.com. We got Invicta over at mafighting.com. Lots of coverage, lots of good stuff. We got the UFC tomorrow. Pre-fight show, three thirty Eastern time, because we got an early one tomorrow, and that makes me happy. So for AK, for Casey, for Jose, Peck, enjoy the fight tonight. We'll see you tomorrow.
0: Gambling problem, call 1 800
1: Gambler. Or in West Virginia, visit 1 800Gambler.net. In New York, call 877 8 Y or text hope and 467 369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 789 7777 or visit CCPG.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 and over. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG.CO slash B for eligibility